Good morning and thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters wherever you've found me. For those that have listened for years, you know I have my pet, uh, I call them my pet interest. I try to get to and hopefully convince one person each time I give you some more ideas about the particular subject. And here we go again. Over one million plastic bottles are bought every minute around the world. One million a minute. Most of which, of course, are never recycled or even reused. Now think about that. One million a minute. And that's average, folks, 24 hours a day. To me, it's almost unfathomable that we're actually using a million bottles a minute. So now, one of the states everybody loves to hate, the California, the lands of fruits and nuts, although I happen to live here and think they're really as progressive as anybody else. It's just a, they have a different kind of uh, approach to life. But California's sweeping new plastic laws are going to be a game changer. It's going to take several years to find out if I'm right, but the world's fifth largest economy, listen to this, the state of California is the fifth largest economy on earth will likely force the changes I'd like to see far beyond just what the state's borders are. In passing, I should mention, the United States creates more plastic trash than any other country and ranks third among the coastal nations for contributing litter, illegally dumped trash, and other mismanaged waste into our beaches and our oceans. Yet, even with such an abundance of disposable plastic, Scientists measure 46 million tons, uh, the last year they could measure in the United States, that we still manage to recycle only about 9%. So that means 91% of these billions that we produce, remember it's millions at a time, are ever even taken care of. So when California's sweeping legislation on plastic waste was signed up very recently by Governor Gavin Newsom, the moment was heralded as a transformative shift that may redefine how the nation at large deals with the ever-growing amount of plastic waste. I gotta kind of say here, the magnitude of the legislation is, can't really be overstated. Folks, this is the first legislation anywhere in the world that requires a simple reduction in the amount of plastic, period. The new law aims to accomplish several big things all at once. Most significantly, it will require a 25% reduction of plastics in single-use products in the state of California by the year 2032. A first in regulatory efforts here in our country to restrain the growth in the plastic manufacturing business, which globally is forecast to triple by the mid-century to over 32 million tons a year. It's hard to even fathom. The reduction can be achieved by shrinking the size of packaging and shifting to refillable containers or packaging made from other materials. Uh, such as, for instance, recyclable papers and cardboards. By the Ocean Conservancy's calculations, those packaging reductions would eliminate nearly 23 million tons of single-use plastics between now and the end of the decade. Californians throw away more than 4.5 million tons of plastic yearly just in that state. An overwhelming amount of, of non-reusable material. In addition, the new law requires 30% of plastic to be recycled 
by the year 2028, that's really not very far down the road, increasing to 65% by their goal of 2032. Folks, that's a giant leap, but somebody's got to do it. It further requires industry to create an over $5 billion bill, with a B, fund over the next decade to low-income communities, which are incidentally impacted the most by the effects of plastic pollution. And here, to me, is the biggest part of the bill I've been pushing for years, whether it's the oil industry or the plastics industry. Finally, this bill transfers the cost of recycling to the industry that created it and not from your municipalities or their tax payers. The practice now known as extended producer responsibility, actually even known as EPR, everything gets a shortness, shorter name these days, has been in use in the European Union back since the beginning of the 1990s and is credited with boosting much higher recycling rates in the Western Europe area, which hover now up about around almost 40%, a vast difference from what we're doing. Canada actually began such an EPR program last year. Other countries, including India, which really needs it, are in the process of writing their own EPR regulations. In the United States, EPR has been introduced in Congress but so far has failed to gain approval. California's shift to EPR follows Oregon, Maine, and Colorado, which have passed a slightly different version. It's not quite as efficient, but at least they're at least taking a shot at it. Something that this state, I happen to be living in Texas right now, has no concept of. Folks, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about this. I, I have been on the air for over 20 years now. I think I was talking about this problem at least after the first couple years of my show. And I do realize, even with these laws, it's going to take several years uh, before we see if any of these EPR laws are actually got enough tooth to get something really going, but I feel pretty good about it. This new law is expected, folks, to prompt changes in the plastics industry far beyond California's state borders. The California economy just has such an influence on markets that are in ways other states just can't do it. Ideal, uh, ideal example here is our auto manufacturers. Way back, several years ago, auto manufacturers, for example, agreed to follow California's fuel emission standards, which incidentally at the time, car industry hated, which are far stricter than federal standards. In plastics, for instance, experts now predict that product Packaging lines, for example, will be adapted to California's standards no matter where in this country the products are actually being sold. I mean, think about it. A national or global company, in all likelihood, will make those changes globally or nationally, not just to satisfy the state of California or Maine, for instance. I've been dealing with this situation, again, for 20 years, okay? My experience with waste reduction measures is that for some reason, they always fail to actually meet reduction targets written into the original legislation. It would be great if they're able to, especially in this particular case. Ultimately, the proof will be in the implementation of the law. And this bothers me a little bit, but I have to say it. Right now, the EU remains the world leader in regulating plastic products. Whatever happened to the United States being the leader? We've just lost that in the last five or six years. 
It has banned 10 types of single-use plastic products, including food and beverage containers made of expanded polystyrene or foam. Folks, your regular white foam cup. And it includes also straws and beverage stirrers and, and certain biodegradable plastics. The EU also is in the process of revising regulations in order to reduce all packaging, period. The amount of packaging is unbelievable sometimes. Think about it when you get something from Amazon, which I really did today. I couldn't believe the packaging weighed more than the actual product that I ordered. And to support the use of recycled plastics, it's got to be considered that we set mandatory targets for recycled content required in packaging, vehicles, and another biggie that we haven't even ever talked about very much is construction products. Just think about us for a minute. Efforts to curb plastic waste here in the, in the United States have sort of been like a, a scattershot in the dark. I, there are eight states that have banned plastic shopping bags. Texas did for a while, and then the guy we call governor right now changed that law. I hope we get that fixed back. Five states have banned expanded food containers made of polystyrene foam cups. However, the plastics industry has succeeded in persuading lawmakers in more than a dozen states to actually pass laws preventing the ban of such products. Talk about money talks. And our government being the situation it is right now, I don't care who you think should be on top, federal legislation, which includes a provision calling for a fee on the production of virgin plastics used to make single-use plastic is tied up in, duh, Congress the Senate, basically. The provision is aimed at leveling the playing field for plastic production. Here in the U.S., making plastic from virgin plastic is still far cheaper than making it from recycled plastic. And that fact alone contributes to the growing accumulation of plastic trash, not just here, but actually around the world. Meanwhile, the current administration announced last month, thank goodness, a plan to phase out single-use plastic at least right now they can do this without going to Congress in national parks and in all other public lands by the year 2030. And to give California their kudos, California already leads the nation in regulating plastics, having banned bags statewide and expanded polystyrene limits in 128 cities. Last year, it outlawed the use of common circular recycling symbol, that thing that's on the bottom that shows you what you're supposed to use, found on packaging in cases where the packaging itself is not actually recyclable. Other words, that was just to put on too. It has to really, really be recyclable now to have that little symbol. So please keep looking for it. At least in California, it was only allowed to be on there if it's really true that that is a recyclable plastic item. I actually went to Whole Foods yesterday to shop for the first time in about two weeks I go shopping. I still don't get out unless I have to. But I got out of the car, walked all the way into the store, and what did I do? I forgot my bags. I made myself, and I don't get around that well anymore, folks, go back to the car, get my bags, and bring them in. And I've even gone so far as if I don't have the bags, I ask them, please only put my groceries or my items, wherever I am, in my cart. And then when I get to my car, I either unload them in the car, but I always have a half dozen bags with me all the time. I almost never leave the house. I can't think I leave the house without at least one reusable shopping bag. It's not difficult to do, folks. 
think about it times millions of us, just what the difference could be in a very short time. So anyway, everybody do their part. Be more realistic. Uh, I have one, two, three, about a half dozen stainless containers that I did my water in. I even carry a glass cup in my car or a yeah, regular coffee cup. I just basically try to keep my hands off of anything that's plastic as much as I can. Just think about that. It's not that hard to do. Maybe it takes a little few calories extra to make up for it when you make a mistake. But believe me, if we'd all do it, the whole world would be better off a lot sooner than if we just keep throwing this stuff on the ground, in the waterways, in our oceans, killing our sea turtles, uh, killing the last one I saw was, was pelicans have a real problem with it. Why are we doing it? It's just ignorance and laziness and a lack of forethought. And believe me, I've been as guilty as any of us. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic. Organic.